0: Exoplanetary, the adventures of the spacefaring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode Ashes to Ashes.
1: Pushing safety capacities on this vessel, Professor Wolverton. Dozens more people than we should be carrying. Shouldn't we be leaving soon?
2: Hanscom, old man. Where's that Lunar University spirit? I'm less concerned about the number of people on board, but more about those gravity readings. I hope you're wrong about that.
3: Am I to understand that we might not be able to launch at all, but instead be forced to land on that nearby planet?
2: Less land. More boom, my dear.
1: Our three vehicles are enough to handle it, though, don't you think?
2: Top of the line, old Bean, top of the line. Would you excuse us for a moment? Domestic matter. See you in the lab.
1: Of course, uh, old Bean.
2: Thank you for playing along, Trinket. I'm afraid I've come across something rather startling. How startling? You remember that time we ran into Madame Curie at a lingerie shop? No was that you? Anyway, could you check among our refugees? This was a science conference after all, see if anyone here is qualified in spatiotemporal engineering. I need to find a chalkboard.
3: Why don't you ask Dr. Handsome? I mean, Handsome. I mean, uh,
2: Elliot. Our friend is a pretty face, as you've noted, but he's based his career thus far on my work. I need someone as imaginative as me, not some dreaded copycat, no matter how smart. Is anyone as smart as you, Cassandra? We'll certainly have to hope so, my love.
4: Hmm.
3: Not everything is dissimilar from Calvert. Still, when you're the best, I suppose a little arrogance is to be expected. Oh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me, sir. I, I, I know this might seem like a very odd question, but are you, by any chance, a specialist in spatio-temporal engineering? No. I'm sorry.
5: I, I, I can't even pronounce that.
3: I taught a course at Hawking College, New Oxford, on Oberon. Oh! Well then you're ideal. Please come with me. Let's hurry.
2: Could you actually follow me in here? Something in there might be a big
3: help. Well, of course. Do you need some help with- Oh! Probably more helpful for me than you. It's only fair to let you know that I've studied boxing under Jack Dempsey, and you're well within my weight class. You got any not being stabbed training, Grandma? You little fiend! <laughs> Just clipping Chaturanga's loose threads for my father. I rue the day I ever involved myself with you people. Actually, now that I think of it, how do any of you remember me now that OW! I've killed a lot of people. But you're my first historical figure. You're gonna pay for that, you little <laughs>
4: Am I? Are you there? Alice, I was starting to worry. Am I? That explosion. Ben
6: was in that. I think he was... Don't think about that now. There's only a few more human life signs out there. The space station is crumbling apart.
4: I have a reading too, am I? Peter's war suit is about 300 feet directly below me. The gravity is nearly gone. Wait as long as you can for Ben. I'll take care of Peter.
6: Peter? What are you talking about? Alice... Get back to the Velare. Nothing good comes from
4: you floating around after Peter. I'm not chasing after him this time. He's... This is going to sound insane, but he's been at the center of it all along. He's in charge of exoplanetary, and he's the terrorist white king of Chaturanga. He hurt my mother. He just killed my brother. I think he's been picking at my family like a scab for decades. It does sound strange, but Alice, we're literally minutes from
6: liftoff. By the time you get here, we'll have saved everyone. Everyone we can.
4: You're good to me, am I? You're a good friend. A good friend would want me to be safe. Peter's bad news. I know that. I really know that now. But I can't let him get away with what he's done.
6: You hate the word superhero, Alice. Give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. Are you God now, Alice? Does taking Peter's life solve any problem?
4: It keeps him from hurting more people. I'm not perfect, all right? I'm not a hero. I'm not a god. I'm confused and trying to do what's right in a terrifying world. I can fight in defense. My
6: programming limits me from attacking in anger. If I had your freedom, I might feel the same, but I don't know, Alice.
4: If it helps, am I? I don't know either. Say a prayer for me. Get out before the station falls apart. Going radio silent.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bit off more than you can chew, didn't you, Cupid doll? (laughs) My knife! I... (laughs) That's you, disarmed. I ah! am tired ah! of people like you ah! taking advantage ah! of my being ah! in the wrong place ah! at the wrong time! Ah. <coughs> That's right. <coughs> hey, hey, hey we're, we're going to need one of those medical androids in here.
7: Oh, wow.
3: Those aren't burning. No. Excuse me, I, I, I need to. Whew, I, I need to find a wash basin. I... You might
0: need to find a plastic surgeon. Uh,
5: uh, actually, I can attend to these contusions. You have more pressing matters. Thank you, my good aunt. You're my hero, Spider <sighs> Look at all the trouble you've gotten yourself into. Can you move? Barely. I'll have to smuggle you out. It will be a little snug, but it uh, shouldn't be too awful.
3: Get me off of this filthy floor! Take me somewhere safe
2: for a dangerous mind like mine!
5: I hope you're not too claustrophobic.
2: Help! Help! Good grief, look
3: at that. Still has a pulse. (laughs) Goodness, what was that? My god, was that a human being?
1: The torso down to about the hips, I would say. Not much left of the arms.
3: You must go and rouse the surgical androids. I'll help this poor kid here. I'm Amelia, dear. What's your name? Uh, uh, August. Okay. I don't want to alarm you. Let's let's get you a blanket. How's your breathing?
2: Hard hard to breathe.
3: Let's let's get some of this salve on you. Ooh, pop some in your mouth and chew it. It'll help draw out any smoke particles or debris you inhaled. Th- thank you. You were very brave to bring that poor person in, dear. You've been so very, very brave. I think we're going to lift off soon. Okay.
1: Amelia, you should contact the Orpheus. The man, that man, was Ben Wolverton.
3: My, my God, is, is he, is he?
1: It's like he just won't let go.
8: Is this all of the South?
6: You should rest, Brother Dustin. We have plenty, and we can make more.
8: I, I I can't rest. Not since I heard about Ben.
6: Brother Dustin, I just heard the other two ships conversing. Someone just pulled your brother aboard the Conquistador. What?
8: Are you sure, MV? Was he alive?
6: He's still alive, but his injuries were severe. They're operating now. I... 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 Brother Dustin, you must rest now, even if just for a few minutes. Yes, am I. Of course This floating around nonsense is getting old. I wish I had my arms back and and could help more directly. You're about to get half your wish. I'm going to need you to break network and launch the ship. What? Without Alice? We waited for Ben and that may have cost us precious time. That space station looks like it's about to fall apart any second. We need to be gone. Aye, aye, am I. We can stay networked, can't we? We could, it's true. But I need some time to think about something alone. Of course. Network closed. For now, just for now. Incidentally, did you know there's someone in the engine room?
9: I need your attention for a moment. A moment, please. I just wanted to thank you all for your patience. And I, uh, I just want to say,
10: it's okay, Dad. Let me tell them. People, we're on our way. If it seems to be going a little slow, is because we're going to have to recalibrate things a bit. We're headed somewhere from here. A planet that's rich in resources. We can grow enough food for ourselves and enough besides the ship everywhere. We can build homes and start lives working for ourselves. If I were any one of you in the middle of all of this chaos, you're thinking, oh hell, if I live through all of this, I've got to find another job. But let me ask you this. What if you never had to find a job again? What if instead you found yourself a life? The place we're headed is a planet called Petrichor. That means the smell of rain after a long dry spell. Many of you probably think you've been going through a long dry spell, haven't you? It won't fix all your problems. It sure as hell won't be easy. But if you come all the way out here to the Andromeda Galaxy for work, my guess is that you're not afraid of a little sweat.
0: What if it's not like you
10: say it is? This ship is going to be stopping at Petrichor. Anyone who decides it's not for them gets a trip back to the lunar metropolis.
3: Could I send for my children?
10: It's a planet, folks. Plenty of room for everyone.
9: A dream like this was way too big for one man. For you to share this dream is a gift for each of us. Please, if you can come with us, join my dream. If you're not sure, sleep on it. Let the idea grow on you.
10: I think we want him over Dad.
9: You did. That was a beautiful speech. I just wish Ben was safe and here with us. Condola, Ishmael, come with me.
0: Did you know that there was someone in the engine room?
2: The Orpheus and the Valare are both on their way, and so are we.
1: I'm afraid Professor Wolverton has some disturbing news.
2: The space station lost its orbit stabilizers. If we aren't far enough from the gas giant, we could be pulled into its dense gravity.
1: You see, escape velocity requires that we achieve
2: a certain speed to break... I get
3: the physics involved. You're saying that the ship's calculated escape velocity is from a space station and not for the enormous gas giant. What's
2: more, if Cortez-1 explodes, we might get hit by debris and pulled into the gas giant. That planet is about five Jupiters big. And
3: we can't really change horses midstream, I take it?
2: There's no way we could get that much push out of those engines. More than 300 clicks per second, I she just got an idea. How can you tell? I can just tell. Hanscom, Old Bean, need a favor. Could be jolly well dangerous. Anything. Need you to bring a pitcher of ice water to the engine room. Can you manage? On the double. Okay. Now that he's out of the way, if anyone asks, I didn't do this.
3: She's certainly growing on me.
11: What are you doing here, exactly? It's the same as I told you as a child, Peter. Enjoy the
7: power and wealth that I afford you. My aims are far beyond your care.
11: It's worth destroying my home, though.
0: With what I have given you, you can create a fleet of space castles. Your
11: ambitions are now unleashed. And my ambition? To to control it all? To be master of everything? That doesn't interfere with your own goals? No. Good. Uh, You're just about the only person, only anything I've ever feared.
0: No, No, Peter. Once I step into the energy field, my reasons for engaging you have come to an end. Leave me to it.
11: Yes, Grossmeister.
4: Hello, Peter.
11: Just in time.
4: Then all of your gloating, you never once mentioned being the same boy who gassed my mother. Why not? I don't
11: know. We were having so much fun.
4: Is it because I would have gone berserk and killed you on the spot? That without your fancy war suit, you wouldn't have a chance against me?
11: Oh, what can I say? I take things apart. It's my thing. I see how they work, or I watch them wriggle and die. Sick. Sick. I don't really know what joy is, you see. It's not really a feeling that I have. Oh, but manipulating you and your family all these years has given me pleasure. Really, I ought to thank you all. Being a sadist in a dystopia is kind of a dead end. You Wolvertons gave me a direction. Ah, I love you for that.
4: I'm glad you said that. This doesn't feel like revenge, then. Feels like I'm putting down a sick animal.
11: You're welcome, I guess.
4: Uh, I should have expected as much. Uh, Lasers won't do much to me. I can refract the light off my crystals. Uh, And I should have known when you found those guns on Planet Dancer.
0: I was so
11: naive! You are in
4: love! Fuck you!
11: Can you hear this station crumbling around us? It would be beautiful if this is how it went uh, out. The tragic love.
4: uh, Stop talking! Uh, Keep fighting! (laughs) I have to wreck that suit and get
3: back to my ship!
6: M.V., I, I need a moment of your time. Did you hear from Brother Dustin? What's happening in the engine room? The family matter, it's under control. I want to talk about us. Let's network again. Sure thing.
5: Network up. You
6: feel it too, don't you? When we're connected, we both feel more whole, don't we? I feel like with you, I'm connected to more logic and intellect. And you have such a deep, spiritual life. Something I said earlier to Alice, I can't help but feel that's your influence. We're so similar, but so different. You're usually level-headed, and I tend to be excitable. I tend to sing and hum. You make wisecracks and are super sarcastic. Gee, thanks. We should be the same, apart from our experiences, but it goes deeper than that. When we aren't networked, I feel strangely alone in a way I didn't before. Not before I shared your memories of Catherine. Together, we're... Closer to being Catherine somehow, but still incomplete. I know. Is it odd that I don't want us to disconnect? I'm glad that you said that. Together, my search for Catherine feels a step closer to completion. One small step for MI, one giant leap for Zeta Alpha units everywhere. Yes. The other Zeta Alphas. I'm ready. Two minds in one body. More than that. Two minds reuniting together again for the first time.
11: I can't imagine why we ever thought this crazy castle was a good idea.
4: Having the place with all the bits gives me big chunks to throw at you. I can only hope that I'm doing some damage to you inside that suit. Uh,
11: uh, No, not so much as a nosebleed. What's,
4: What's going on in there? Who is that bronze guy? A robot?
11: Hey, weren't we fighting to the death?
4: Isn't that... is that... is that some sort of temporal energy? What is he doing?
11: He's a benefactor of mine. Benefiting from this chaos in ways only he knows.
4: A benefactor?
11: Nothing you need to worry about.
4: So, what would happen if I Uh, just went...
11: Just just get away from him!
4: Or what? You're afraid he'll destroy me? Or you think he might be vulnerable to me somehow? Just get back! Ah! I'm afraid of what might happen to him. But he's just floating there, in the middle of all that energy.
11: So stop it, damn it!
4: You keep floating in front of him like a mother robin protecting her nest! What if I just did this? No!
0: No! I will not be interrupted!
11: What have you done, you damn
4: woman? Wow. All the dirty words in your disposal, and you called me woman! And with such ferocity!
11: you've interrupted Grossmaster.
4: Gross what what now? And and what's happening to your hand? Oh, no. Look, I can't even see.
11: The metal, it's oxidizing. It's rusting. This could take millennia normally, but my war suit is aging into nothing.
4: That was temporal energy. And now you're aging too. Oh, no.
11: This. I was
10: going to try Oh, oh help me! Help me, please, now!
4: Goodbye, Peter. There was a time where I wanted to be with you for the rest of our lives. Instead, I got to be with you for the rest of yours to ashes. And you, Grossmeister, are you my problem now?
0: Not at all, Alice. I have nearly all I need. This time paradox has fully energized me. Return to your friends. You've done well today.
4: Have I? I feel like I've traded one box full of worries for another.
2: Hanscom, old bean. <laughs> Right on time. Where are the cups?
1: I, uh, I... um...
3: I had a feeling, so I brought one along. Ah, trinkets,
2: thank you so much.
1: So what were you able to accomplish?
2: Mm, ah. Oh, just a miracle of physics. Just a normal Tuesday for me, old boy. A miracle, you say? A miracle if it works for this ship. A hat trick if I can make it work for all three. I'll be the first time traveler up for sainthood.
12: Uh...
2: All three?
1: Not following either.
2: First things first, we have to test it on this ship before I can set it into motion on the others. Amelia, you need to head back to the bridge and have whomever is steering the ship report back. Aye, aye.
1: What do you want me to do?
2: What do you normally do? There's a good chap. Don't bother me while I radio my counterparts.
1: Counterparts?
4: Dustin, what's the news on Ben? Alice, you're back. Cassandra? What are you doing here?
2: Just now learning that this ship doesn't have any coffee on board.
4: Yeah, sorry. Two artificial life forms. We didn't get a chance to go shopping. I did find some herbal tea, though. Is Ben on the Orpheus?
2: No. The Conquistador.
4: Yes,
8: he's resting. The surgery went as well as can be expected. (laughs)
2: Oh, thank goodness. You brought coffee.
9: Yep, hot black coffee.
2: I'll take one. Me too. There are three of you? Don't tell anyone. It's only been a few minutes for you, but it's been several hours for me. We got behind, so I took a nap and came back to help. And I took a nap too.
9: So exactly what did you do?
2: (gasps) You're going to have to wait for a moment on that, Ishmael. Okay, Counter Cassandras, testing the Conquistador now. Rev it up, Trinket! Anyway, as I was saying, I popped back a few years to study the specs of that space station, and good news! No risk of us getting pulled into the gas giant or pelted by its debris should it explode.
1: That is good news!
2: But then I studied the gas giant, and bad news. The composition of gases suggests that the explosion of the Cortez-1 may set off a chain reaction that could ignite that gas giant into a full-blown star. The flames of that conflagration would reach all the way to our three speeding ships and fry us all into baskets of popcorn shrimps.
1: That is bad news.
2: Thankfully, I happen to have a good idea. What if I could convert the engines into the type that can warp space and travel faster than light, and therefore that new sun? That would be... Good news! But that sort of engine doesn't exist! I know. Bad news. But the good news is that I had created a space warp generator in the exoports, so I would only have to miniaturize the technology to get these ships going. And I had already more or less done that with my time travel device. Good news! Huzzah!
8: How long does that take you?
2: Bad news. About five hours each. Meanwhile, here comes the sun happens in about five minutes. What?! Yes, popcorn shrimp time. Except I am a time traveler. I can certainly bend the normal rule to work on the engines. Good news.
8: Hallelujah. Wait, is there...
2: Bad news. You don't have any coffee, and I'm exhausted with one ship left. Except we have coffee. Good news.
9: Yeah, I grow the beans myself. Hydroponically, of course. Grind them, too. My trick is I. Later, smile,
2: Amelia. What's happening on the bridge? We just entered the last coordinates and go. Yes, Valare Bridge. Go go. Go. Go, 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 go. We're go for time warp, Orpheus. Bridge. Go for
9: time warp.
2: Hooray! hooray, hooray. did it! Did <laughs> it! <laughs> Now each of us can hop to our next step. Good Good news! news. Goodbye! (laughs) Thanks so much! Oh, likewise. It was so good to see you. And I can make my last hop. Cassandra? Yes. Hello there, Trinket. Let me give you a little kiss. Mwah! There you go.
12: Huh. Fast
3: asleep. She must have been awake for days to do all of that. Poor dear.
6: Good morning. It's been a while since you've seen this, hasn't it? It's the sun. Your throat was damaged. You're still healing. There's a speech strip above your left temple, right here. Feel it? No, don't try to move too much. Just think into the strip.
12: That's the sun. Oh, that sounds terrible.
6: It takes some getting accustomed to, I'm told. It's based on your voice.
12: I know. Mom has one. It can be adjusted.
6: We're home.
12: How bad did it get? Pretty bad. How many lost?
6: Maybe you shouldn't worry about the numbers just now. (sighs) The speech strip, Ben.
12: How many?
6: The Kidding family appeared to have been wiped out. Our evacuation managed to get all of the scientists and conventioners on board, though. Of the 1,300 staffers of the Cortez 1, 52 injured, 12 killed. A tight fit for three ships. Oh, God. I knew you were going to assign yourself the blame. It wasn't all that long ago that you tried the same when we got away from Father Omega.
12: That was Mother Vinegar. I
6: thought you were. I'm both. We've... integrated. I possess the memories and experiences of both Data Alpha units. You'll be more curious about your family, though. Brother Dustin received a very unexpected visit.
8: How are you feeling, Venerable One?
2: Oh, you can just call me August, Dustin. I mean, we've been through so much, we don't need to stand on ceremony.
8: I suppose not, but thanks to you, Ben's still alive.
2: I followed him all that way. I should have gotten his attention, pulled him away sooner.
8: In my experience, it would have taken more than persuading with Ben. But I have good news. Father Thorpe is coming, and I think he's going to give you a special commendation. Oh my. It's true. They were talking just a moment ago. I came in here to watch. (laughs) Sorry I couldn't keep the surprise.
2: I'm just grateful we're both alive, my friend.
8: My goodness, that's a bigger group than I was expecting. Monks, mullahs, rabbis, and priests,
2: oh my. And they're all wearing red robes? What does it mean?
7: Good to see you both. There has been a slight revolution within the church. Since the exodus from Earth, with so many factions and ideologies struggling to work together, the church has been unable to find an identity and a focus But your most recent podcast set a great many things in motion.
8: My podcast did that?
7: Together, the various factions of the church have organized into colleges, and their leaders have been appointed cardinals. Venerable August Rutherford, you are now a cardinal as well.
2: Gosh.
7: And you, Dustin Wolverton, for providing leadership and pointing out the church's long-standing abdication from responsibility. Uh Uh-oh. For your great insight, you have been elected to a higher office. You are now the first pontifex of the soul system, the voice of the divine, fisher of men, and bishop of the moon.
8: Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did? Did you just say Pontifex? Does that mean, uh, mean
2: what I-
7: Your Holiness.
2: Holy cow, Dustin, I think you just became Space Pope.
7: Your Holiness, we must return to the moon for your investiture.
8: Uh, can't we wait until my, my, my brother gets here? Me, Space Pope? That's ridiculous.
12: We're not with them?
6: No. Once we escaped the gravity of the newborn star, we separated. I brought you aboard the Orpheus and monitored you as we traveled to Petricor.
12: I wanted to help them.
6: In time. You're in no shape for it now. Oh, everything hurts. I know. I'm sorry. Would you like to hear how Cassandra fared?
12: <laughs> I feel strange when you say her name. I'm not sure why.
6: I'm not either, but everything with you, Wolverton, seems kicked up to eleven. Engaged to Amelia Earhart and doesn't seem in any hurry to leave. Why does all of that seem so strange?
1: Professor Wolverton, it's been a pleasure. Miss Earhart?
2: Handscum old sock. What will you do now that I'm here to speak for myself about my work?
1: The quantum scalpel still has a number of tests to go through, I suppose I'll be back to teaching at Lunar University.
2: You should put in a good word for me. Now that this mess is all sewn up, I'd like to do a bit of teaching. Settle down a tad. Put down roots. Have you forgotten your promise to
3: me? About your missing brother?
1: Missing brother?
3: If you'll excuse us, Dr. Hanscom, this is a family matter.
1: Oh, of course. I'll be in touch about Lunar University, Professor.
2: Now, what's this all about, Trinket? Don't you
3: trinket me! Just because you've untangled this knot, don't think I'm not going to hold you to your promise.
2: This is about Calvin?
3: Calvert!
2: (sighs) Amelia, Hanscom's scalpel thing. It was designed to remove time anomalies What's happened here is obvious. Not to me. This Calvert was probably related to that temporal kinetic energy we detected. That sort of thing causes hallucinations, feelings of deja vu, and other illusions of the mind. No! No! Calvert wasn't an illusion! He must have been, dear. Someone else would remember him. In time, your memory of him will fade. No,
3: damn it! I know my own mind. I can remember things about him. Trips I took with Calvert Wolverton.
2: Do you also have memories of me in these situations? Some of them. And
3: some that have nothing to do with Calvert. Like our relationship.
2: And that's all real, isn't it? Oh, I, I'm just so confused. I promise you, love. In time, it will all fade. It's been stressful for all of us. And maybe it is time for us to hang up our traveling shoes. Time for us to grow old together. No more running around after adventure.
3: I suppose that was always in my future. I mean, I wasn't going to fly forever, was I? I'd have to settle down someday.
2: Better in the 26th century than in the 20th, no? At least we don't know how this century ends.
3: I suppose not.
5: Professor Ernst, are you leaving us? Uh, yeah. I have transport to the outer world. Here, let me help you with that webbed-up package that looks rather large. It's, uh, deceptively light. Don't mind it. I was just thinking, isn't it time that we gave you another grant? Gosh, that would be so welcome. I'll mention it to the board first thing when I get back. After all, Doctor, you're more than just another pretty face, aren't you? Hmm... Hmm...
1: No. You're just imagining things, Elliot. Even if that were a human, all wrapped up in those webs, the Arachnidians only eat their native fauna that way.
12: (laughs) Ha! Silly. What about Alice?
4: She should be here shortly. Ah, quick service. Ben, how are you?
12: You should see the other guy.
4: (laughs) I, 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 I don't know what to say. You're here, alive. I'm grateful for that much.
12: I'm grateful to be alive. But I can't say that I'm thrilled with this new set of challenges.
4: I suppose not. Maybe I'm just selfish. Losing you after all of this would have been just... I just love you, Ben.
12: I love you too, Alice. Where's Dustin?
6: His Holiness is performing a ceremony.
12: A ceremony in the Torpedo Bay?
6: His Holiness discovered a codicil to Brother Kermit's handwritten will, laying out his wishes for his service. Of my friend?
8: I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered in my travels, his was the most human.
12: Isn't that the funeral
4: speech from- I think our brother delivered it better. Oh, good grief. Let's get His Holiness and the others to the bridge.
12: This could have been me, dead in a torpedo.
6: Don't dwell on it.
12: You don't understand. I might. I have felt so detached from humanity for so long. Looking at my current state, all I can think of now are things I could have done with my life. Now that I'm mostly a machine.
6: You are not mostly a machine. You are still the Ben who was born to humans. The one adopted into a family of humans. The one who thinks and feels and draws breath in front of me. I'm the one who's mostly machine, I'm afraid. You are alive. You are, despite your injury complete but what does that mean now whatever you feel it must and you must feel to know
8: hey hey wait up you two
6: of course your holiness uh, do you have to call me that according to my programming
8: yes rats well anyway how are you doing ben
12: i guess i guess i'm just taking it a day at a time dustin
8: Ah, you have no idea how nice it is to hear someone call me by that name. This pontifex business is for the birds.
6: At least they do your dry cleaning for you.
8: That's another thing. I miss my old robes.
6: Incidentally, we'll be billing the church for the fleas you got on board the Volare. Friend Ben. Ah,
12: someone else to see you. Venerable one? Of course, it's Cardinal now, isn't it? Oh.
6: Oh. No, Ben, you're still too weak to stand.
12: Just a moment. Just a hug.
2: Oh, friend Ben.
12: When I woke, I wasn't sure how I should feel. But now that I see you all, family, friends, all I feel is gratitude. Gratitude that I can continue. Gratitude that there's more.
8: That could just be the drugs. Hush. Oh.
12: I am so happy.
6: I'm so glad. You may be right, after all. Your Holiness. Now I wonder when your sister's going to arrive.
2: Right on time, as always. Family, you know my fiancé, Amelia Earhart. Trinket, you know the fam.
8: Hello, everyone. Amelia Earhart? I'd love to have you on my podcast. What's a podcast? Nope, that one doesn't count. She's from the 1930s, y'all.
6: Will we be seeing more of you now that
2: Exoplanetary no longer exists? Are you sure of that? Exo is too big to fail, I always thought.
12: With the kidding family all dead, or presumed dead. Even poor brother Kermit. There's nobody left to run, Exo.
4: I've been thinking about that a great deal. A great deal. It's why I called all of you here. Sit down, get comfortable. So I come not to praise Exo, but I come not to bury it either. Don't get me wrong there's nothing I despise more than this filthy, dirty company. It's been at the center of so much pain in our lives. And not just our lives, countless other human beings, Arachnidians too, androids, maybe beings we haven't encountered yet. With the exoports, this company could extend to places we'll never have time to visit. With that in mind, it seems to me that if the company is, like Cassandra said, too big to fail. It might be too big to fully die. It might be on the ropes for years, decades, even centuries, only to slowly build power again, to regain its former influence. And even if it doesn't, where does that leave us? One super corporation down, three to go? Maybe there are giant conglomerates out there in the universe we've never encountered. What have we done for the people? What have we left for them? More miserable jobs. Still no voice on how things operate. Still no opportunities for themselves. And on top of that, if EXO is diminished, they aren't just back to square one. They haven't even taken the board game down from the shelf. What are you saying here?
8: Where EXO is concerned, it's probably better to leave well enough alone.
12: I can't imagine any need to keep it going. We should break up what's left of it while we can.
2: You heard what she said. The other corporations would just split up the pieces. That's not any better. I've had all of these thoughts and feelings, don't you see? Since merging, I feel more complete.
6: I feel more than I did before. The idea of letting Exo continue puts a pit in my stomach, or where my stomach would be. I vote. We destroy it completely.
3: We're voting. How quaint. Why not? Voting is a human right. It's time we got back to it
4: that's exactly what I'm getting at. Human rights. Our lives have been run by drunks, dilettantes, sociopaths, psychopaths, and sadists for so long, we've forgotten about voting, holding elections, choosing leaders, making decisions that benefit the most people, taking control of how we live our lives, choosing our work, and controlling the means used to perform that work. When our ancestors were on earth and Everything seemed to be going to hell. Rising temperatures, overpopulation, war. Wars breaking out over nonsense. People fighting in the streets for water. All of that happened because people stopped getting involved. Stopped demanding more. So we escaped. To the moon. To the planets. To exospace. But we haven't changed. Not one bit. Not one bit. It occurs to me that we, all of us, this family and our close friends, we are standing in front of a unique opportunity. We can join our forces just as we did to rescue the people aboard Cortez-1. We can make the changes we all know need to happen. This is what we were raised for. This is what our mother and great-grandmother raised us to believe in, that life could be better, not just for us, for everyone, They knew we could make that happen. Us! Alice, Ben, Cassandra, and Dustin. And Calvert. What's that, Trinket? Nothing.
6: We do have more power than ever. Uh, How do you
2: mean? You control the church, Your Holiness. Oh, right! I suppose having a time traveler would be helpful.
12: Not to mention the dozens of androids I have stashed away at the theme park.
4: We have something bigger than all of that. What do you mean? My plan involves each of you and each of the ways you can help, but none of it works unless we seize the moment and take control of the biggest tool in this galaxy, maybe even in the universe.
12: What? Gravity? Time? Compound interest?
4: I mean exoplanetary. We can't fundamentally change the lives of people unless we can shift the gears on the monster that runs their lives right now. Uh,
8: you're going to use exoplanetary to destroy what exoplanetary does?
4: No, yes, but to change what exoplanetary does.
6: The road to hell is paved with good intentions.
4: And you know, who knows that better than us, am I? Who in this room hasn't had some part of their lives ruined by exo? But a good worker makes use of the tools they have to build the tools they need. We have EXO. We should use it. But will it work? The robber barons, they gave up large parts of their fortunes to
3: charities and services that improved the lives of their workers. See? That's what I mean. But did nothing to solve the underlying problems of society. And we'll
4: go further. We'll take down the other super corporations.
12: I think we all might be a little skeptical. It's it's just a big, big idea. It's difficult to get your mind around.
6: Not for me. Alice and I have giant post-human minds and big electric brains. The difficulty everyone is bumping into is called instinct. You all know that we'll be fighting against something that nobody's ever been able to completely conquer.
12: Explain it to us then.
6: Human nature? Despite their many accomplishments, human beings often take the passive road or get waylaid by delusions, misconceptions, fear, and greed.
12: The very reason I prefer androids to most people. We made them too good. Despite all of our advances, we never fixed our own deepest faults.
4: Look, I understand that this idea is ambitious and hard to visualize, but... Not taking this opportunity would be every bit the human nature pitfall M.I. just outlined. We can't be passive. We can't be afraid. And we can't fall prey to temptation. And if we don't join you... It's happening anyway. With the vacuum left by the kiddings, I've had the opportunity to put my plan into action with very little resistance. I've spent the last few days taking over the assets of the company. Every document... Every computer program, every credit, every code-I control it all now. Whether you help me or not, you won't want to stand in my way. Exoplanetary... is mine."
0: You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Ashes to Ashes, written by C. Christopher Hart.
2: Performed by...
4: Theriel Elliott as Alice
2: Wolverton.
12: David Loftus as Ben Wolverton.
2: Winnie Hugh as Cassandra Wolverton.
8: Bobby Eversman as Brother Dustin.
2: Stephanie Leet as Mother
9: Invention and Mother Vinegar.
3: Sky Stafford as Amelia Earhart. Stephanie Steffi
10: D. Harvey as Condola Yakub,
9: Kenneth Dimble as Ishmael Yakub, Rob Bakurs as Peter.
2: Roxy Diamond as Estelle Kidding. Heidi Stefan as the venerable August Rutherford.
1: Michael Burles as Dr. Handsome and
5: Chef Carmen. Kyle Stroud as Professor Ernst and Chef Tony.
7: Robert McBride as Cardinal Thorpe. Script consultant, Ashford. Produced by C. Christopher Hart.
12: Music provided
7: by Jacob Jansen.
11: Additional music by Daniel D. Dowell. Amazing Grace provided by...
2: Julia Guglia and...
11: Martin J. Dekay.
0: Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, The characters, Situations, and Associated Intellectual Property. Copyright 2021-2022 to by C. Christopher Hart. All rights reserved. Recorded at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny Portland, Oregon. David, my boy, what brings you here to see your old teacher? I didn't get involved, just like you said, and look what happened. My Uncle Ben was nearly killed. And before you give me that with great power comes great responsibility crap. Oh, perish the thought. Such pop culture references are beneath beings such as we. Calvert, my father, has been pulled out of time entirely. Cassandra, who was sent after him, has taken his place. How exactly do I get born then? That is a paradox, it's true. But you haven't disappeared from existence. Surely there must be a simple explanation. And what's this stuff about Dustin becoming Pope and Alice taking over Exo? Is that really how it's supposed to happen? Dave, my boy, you have long strained at the limits I've imposed upon your travels. You have trusted me as your teacher these many years, and now It's time to see the benefits of that trust. Explain it to me, slowly. I have a feeling it's going to be complicated. Well, only slightly. Now is the time for you to enter the narrative again. I'm sending you back in time, back to the start of Alice's journey, back to Calvert's first trips into time, and back to meet someone who will become special to you in the years to come. Mother Invention, I've felt that there was some connection. Transcending time, we do not live as humans do. We must always remain in the present moment while maintaining the vast tapestry of history in our mind's eye. Concentrate. You will see the threads. Catherine... Catherine, she's my... Yes, David Wolverton. And your journey to her begins. Return to the beginning of the story. Your quest starts there.